Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Here with an early episode. I'm sure a lot of us at this table are kind of tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired. Because last night we had a four OT playoff game. Okay, but listen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been watching episodes, you know, of, of our last few. And um, I've been reading comments. You know, always looking to hear the feedback, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or just reading the comments or whatever. Because I feel like we got a good community that is honest with us and let us know, you know, what, what they like and what they don't like. And I've been seeing a lot of people complain about our releases. And I'm confused as to why. Because <laughs> people be like, can y'all drop it on the same day? But I want to know what difference would it make? Do any of y'all know the difference? That I, guess, I guess the difference, yeah, especially if it's like a big game and it's that day, uh-huh. yeah. it would it would be good to see the inside before the game actually happens instead of the next day. And we try to do that as often as we can, but it it's not like, okay, we record it and boom, here's uploading it. It goes through editing. It goes through a lot of stuff. But I, I, the, the reason they would say that is because like today on this episode, we're going to do a preview of the next Warriors game. Right. And by the time this video is out, that game may already be over. So but it's, it's at unnecessary the same time, at that point. The Blazers game just happened. So it's like, no matter what, something ain't going to something's not yeah. going to be on yeah. point. Right. And I, I guess the remedy for that is just to have an extra episode a week, which I'm sure we'll get to one day. But even day. even that, though, when it kind of, I think the, the only way everybody would be happy that's complaining about that would to be to have an everyday show. Because then you're you're literally talking about well that's not happening exactly and I I want them to know like that's the only way that that could be because you got to give and take I, I'm not gonna say not I mean H O H I mean you got <laughs> I don't really have any interest in doing it because uh-huh. I, look, I look at the shows that that are doing it and it's like they run one, out of content number one, yeah they run out of content they end they only having dumbass debates like is Kevin Durant more unstoppable than Michael Jordan I was just seeing through this week. Uh, Everybody keep talking about Kevin Durant going to the Knicks, and this man is in the middle of a playoff run. Kawhi <laughs> to the Clippers, he's in the middle of a playoff run. It's just mm-hmm. crazy. Um, I think three times a week it would be the perfect amount. And then we're just not there yet. Them shows don't just talk about basketball. Yeah, they talk they about have, every sport. Oh, yeah, they There's talk not about like baseball, a basketball football. show that comes on Monday mm-hmm. through Friday every single day. Because right, because when high. basketball was low, like kind of like a week ago, and we kind of knew who's coming out of the first round, they were talking about the NFL draft. Right. So, they so had, it's yeah. always more topics if you're talking about more or just multiple sports in general. Yeah, I just wanted to let the fans know that probably don't understand it is that like you have to give and take. It's kind of like when you make an um, a build on 2K. You're never going to be able to make a, the perfect build. Like, I was just making a new build yesterday, and it's like, I want to make him 6'10", but if I make him 6'10", then I have to lose some of the speed. But if I make him 6'8", he won't be as big. So it's like, you have to give and take something. You and, ain't seen my build there, because I got the perfect build. Let's talk about this playoffs, man. He can't even <laughs> dribble. He don't need to dribble. <laughs> let's talk about these playoffs. Um, just Let's open up with the b- biggest, yeah. best game, probably the best game of the playoffs so far. The four overtime game between the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. I fell victim of something that I told myself I would never do. What, comment on Will Barton? I told myself that tweeting reactions during the game is never a good thing. Right. Because anything can happen, right? Mm-hmm. I tweeted like Will Barton is becoming one of my least favorite players because mm-hmm. for. Yeah, for seven games last series, <laughs> and in the first two and a half games this series, he's been terrible. He stepped out of bounds. He turned the ball over. He, he was getting killed bad by shots. CJ. Bad shot. <laughs> so I'm like, he's become one of my least favorite players because he's making this Denver Nuggets team look um, 
terrible. He was looking unplayable at some point. Exactly. And then as soon as I tweet that. Because he made up for it. Mm -hmm. As soon as I tweet that, he hits some couple big shots, good defensive possessions. And I'm like, man. But you I'm know, never doing this again. But no, no, no. I, I think you should do it. I like, I like that um, because it's just like you're just being a fan. That's yeah. just all basketball is, mm-hmm. is being a fan. We, you know, sometimes we're gonna say some shit and somebody gonna prove us wrong or you know make us regret it. And I think that's the best thing about it. It's just like everybody, everybody killing Kyle Lowry. And then we're going to get to that. But mm-hmm. I hope Kyle Lowry come out and have 30. <laughs> Shut me up. Like, that's just what I want. Yeah, I want everybody. Yeah. I don't, I, we don't, none of, at least nobody at this table has ever rooted against nobody. I've never heard y'all say, oh, man, I hope the Spurs do it. Y'all just want the other team to win. That Nobody up here is rooting against Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. or Will Barton. So, shit, we want you to have, we want Will Barton to have 35. And, and your take on Will Barton was realistic. He was, yeah, he was, it was terrible. Right? <laughs> I was okay. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I got beat to it. I was like, bro, this man is tweaking. Why the hell is he in the game? He's about to lose him the game. But then he redeemed himself. And I think that's just what it's all about. Because we've all had those moments where we did something stupid. Yeah. And, you and like, once you make that one good play, too, it could flip that switch. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, he had a nice pull up mid range, a yeah. three point shot, had mm-hmm. a block. And I think CJ McCollum. So it all kind of clicked. No, Dame Lillard. Dame yeah, Lillard. yeah, yeah. He had a big block. And I think it all just came together, especially when, like you said, his coach just left him out there. Yeah. And he was a fresh his legs yeah. out there. That says a lot. Because. The way we came up playing basketball in the system we was in in high school, you, you make one mistake, pull. your ass coming out. So, yeah. I mean, dribble off your leg. They like had you options. Did. They did have options. Was uh, he, was he, he had to be the best option, though. Even if he was kind yeah, of playing I mean, bad, though. I mean, Torrey Craig. He's living it offensively. Yeah. yeah. So, Will Malik Hart, Beasley. They brought him in yeah, every once he, in a while, yeah. Yeah, Malik Beasley can't come in. But then he's not. He's not as good defensively. Right. But I, so not I think that Will Barton, Barton is. You kind of had to ride it out with Will Barton at the same time. Because Will Barton, I mean, a lot of it was pick and roll, but CJ killed that man last night. And it, and a lot of it's not really his fault. It was because he, was, he was playing good defense, and then Jokic would have the switch, or he won't show on mm. the screen. Because he was tired. He was tired. Yeah. 64 minutes for Jokic last night. Yeah. 64. That ain't, no, that ain't no excuse either, though. I mean, it is. It is. No, that is an excuse. It is. But That's like, two whole basketball games. No, 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 no. It is. But at the same time, I, I don't think Jokic was going to be much of a factor if he was not tired, if they didn't play that much. Like that's a hard thing to guard. That's just that's why. Oh, you meant on the defensive things? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And specifically the pick and roll. The pick and roll is like the mm-hmm. hardest thing to guard because I mean you either get switched and then you got a mismatch or you're trying to fight over and now he has a you know space to shoot. So I mean that's why it's the most ran fucking play and set in NBA history because I mean that's like the one thing that they've ran in the existence of <laughs> basketball. Yeah, like they've always ran pick and roll because I mean pick and roll is just. It's just that <laughs> it's crazy, and then when you put somebody like CJ and Damon, and when they hitting step backs, and CJ was making floaters and all that, it's just it's tough to guard. Then yeah, once you get to the third and fourth overtime where Jokic is gassed out, now it's just no hope. Now you just got pretty yeah. miss. <laughs> I definitely seen it like when I mean you got to bear with me, but me and KB had a, a my team game and it went to fourth overtime, and both of us were like like yesterday. No, no, this was a while ago. like, damn, we do not want, I don't want to lose this game because yeah. we just spent so much effort and time. If I lose, I don't want to just have it off. It's a play. Right. Yeah. This right. is worse it's, than losing by 50. Yeah. Losing these I mean, close you, ones you in four overtimes. It, it hates to be blown out, but losing the close ones be hurting. And I can see it with Portland. Like, they didn't want to lose that game. They no. had the demeanor, especially with Damien. He had kind of like a rough shooting game, but he had some big shots in those overtimes. So and then he was at home. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Um, Shout out to Rodney Hood. And there's Cantor. He just be hobbling up the court at this point. He's, uh, yeah, he's bro- he's a broken man. Did y'all see the clip that he tweeted when Jokic yeah. gave him the cheap shot? Yeah. Um, on the free throw line? On the free throw line. Yeah. What do y'all feel about that? Shot? 
He did it. It, like it, it, three, it I, He it's did it like three shot. or four times on the free throw line. I think it is a cheap Yeah. Shot. He knows <laughs> he that knows that he's shoulder. Hurt. That shoulder is, is hurting. And so he's he's trying, trying, he knows Kendra's killing he, he him. He's trying to be as physical as he can. But I, he might come up corner and just see, give him a little I've seen somebody say, say uh, something along the lines of, like, that's just war. You're going to go at somebody. Yeah. and they, like That's just like, um, I think it was Jalen Rose that was saying, like, when they, the next time the Rockets play, Whoever guards Steph, you gotta like hold his hand. You gotta dislocate a finger. And I like that. I figure. I think it was it was a game recently, but somebody looked like they kind of rolled their ankle on this next possession. They're going at them. No, they did that to Jamal Murray. They did that to Jamal Murray last yesterday. The whole he's hurting too. They just went at him. They literally the first quarter, the first eight minutes, they posted him on Mo Harkless the whole. First quarter. Did y'all see what shoes he was wearing? No. You want you got the ones I bought the yeah, T Max. Somebody thought they was Dada's. I was like, nah, those are those are T Max. Yeah, they're not very good looking shoes at all. But even Jamal Murray had a good game. This is a game that you hate to lose as yeah. a team. And Terry Stotts just put the right man in at the right time. I was man. I was thinking that too. I was thinking like he should he just keep, put in hood. He keep delivering. I mean. Um, he done had 15, 17, and now 19, and mm-hmm. he hit the big shot. After the first series where he did nothing against OKC. He, yeah. He's like that, though. Uh, he, he's like that. He'll disappear and then show up. But that's but He showed up at the right time? He, yeah, he yeah. showed up at a really good time. The first shot he took in that in the overtime where he was kind of really contested, he was like, yeah. pull up. I was kind of surprised that went in, but when he took the next three, mm-hmm. I knew it was yeah. going in. Like, it just had to be the basketball guys on the Yeah, side. when he came yeah. in, too, they also just posted him on Jamal Murray. Yep, it was know? like, go at Murray. <laughs> Find Murray, go and at then him. And at that point, um, Mike Malone just took Jamal Murray out the game. <laughs> so, let's get to the fourth overtime where Jokic is at the line, down by two. He needs to make these both to, to keep the game um, tied. He misses the first one. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen on Twitter two different takes, and I wonder what y'all is. Is that a choke or is that an element of, of fatigue? Because he's a very good free throw yeah. shooter. I think it's both. It's well, a little bit of both. Yeah, it's both. I it was a lot of pressure. It's hard to say. It's hard to say that he went out there and choked. Yeah. yeah, he just missed. I don't think he was breaking down at this point, and he's like, it's really, it was really hitting him, and he struggled to hit that free throw. I think it was mostly the fatigue. Obviously, you're not going to make them all. He's not a, a 99% free throw shooter or nothing like that. I think it was just a miss that happened at an unfortunate time. Yeah, I can't consider it a choke. I mean, I've, I've been seeing that word <clears throat> thrown around so loosely. Even, like, on certain sports shows, I'd be hearing, like, he choked or blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, it's a miss free throw. You know, it's just what it is. Um, that's just how basketball is. It's a make or miss league. Mm-hmm. It's a 50% chance. Anytime whoever shoots it, it's a fifty percent chance that it goes in, a fifty percent chance that you miss. Is that true? When that when you shoot a shot, it's a fifty percent chance you're gonna make it, and it's a fifty percent chance you're gonna miss, no matter where you at. It's a chance to go in, chance to go. It's a fifty fifty. Yeah, I, I, I don't think in a literal in a literal sense, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, I, 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 okay. Please don't tell me you think that I'm saying everybody is a fifty percent shooter. <laughs> no, no, but no. Golly. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't. That's what say that he's. If you give him the ball and tell him to shoot right, right there, he's, he's gonna. He's ninety percent. Yoke is gonna make ninety percent of them. I didn't think that had to be stated though. But um, yeah, he just missed the free throw. Shout out to Paul Millsap. Cause he was exhausted. Yeah, he was. Every time they ran him in that pick and roll. But I mean, the way he missed like, wasn't he like a, oh, whoa. He was like a, oh, he missed. Wait, what does that mean? Like, like, no, it, but, it wasn't any bad yeah. miss. Like, did he, he didn't airball it, of course, or nothing yeah. like that. Like, his hands weren't shaking. 
Do you know that for sure? <laughs> Were you paying attention that closely? Yeah, the cameras are that great. Yeah, my TV is that good too. But I heard Doris Burke say something that my pops always used to tell me when we used to play basketball growing up, me and my brothers, and even Contrell. But I don't, I never heard him tell Contrell this. But like, if we was playing, my dad would be like, "I know you tired," and I'd be like, "How?" He'd be like, "Cause you, you, you passed to the wrong teammate." Cause like like if you do anything that's just out of your mind, he'd be like you tired because it's the first thing that goes out the window when you tired. You just start, you don't it's even those think, mental mistakes. Yeah, the mental mistakes. Yeah. And I seen like Jokic throw crazy yeah. ass. He threw them out of bounds. bounds. Yeah, now those those are yeah those are way are bigger exhausting. than the free, the free throws. He threw one up high and Will Barr had to go and catch it. Went out of bounds. Mm-hmm. He was loosely thrown. Those mental mistakes. Um, just like those automatically showed it the fatigue. That's the first thing that goes out the the, the, the uh, window. When you're tired, it's the mental because all you're thinking about is how tired you are. <laughs> so that's how it really looked like. Jokic looked like he was just ready to go to the next game. Do y'all think he's going to be ready for next game? Yes, one hundred percent. I'm worried about Jamal Murray's thigh. If, it was, if it's hard for him to get it loose mm-hmm. now after four overtimes, I want, I'm curious to see how he comes back. If it's able to get right after that, these stat lines are just crazy to look at because you're seeing the minutes next to. <laughs> The stats and Jamal Murray fifty five, Gary Harris fifty, and he fouled out mm-hmm. sixty five for Jokic. You Blades, can see the fatigue 56. with the Nuggets. With Portland, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum looked like they was trying to ready to go another quarter right after that game. Yeah, it's different amongst guards for sure. Yeah, they. I don't know. I'm not saying they feel a different, but it's it's easier to see when a big man is tired yeah. rather than a guard. Mm-hmm. No, definitely because I didn't see it in Gary Harris when he was playing. He looked like he was ready. He was guarding up, and uh, Denver played at the higher altitude. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm also re- in this series, the Nuggets are just killing us on the offensive boards. That's ridiculous. That was that was why I told <laughs> he keep throwing that us in that I'm I'm gonna sound like an old man because that was one of the most frustrating things to watch is when a game was tied, it was a lot of threes, and it, they finally went down to Paul Millsap. I'm like, y'all could have been did that, mm-hmm. like CJ McCollum taking a step back threes, contested threes, the tie game it was like slow it down, go get a two, and just play that. Everybody shooting these damn threes is making this game go longer. Yeah, you want to hear something crazy though, Derek? What? Offensive rebounding numbers, 24 to 24. So it may seem like y'all getting killed, but it was even. Y'all definitely got killed the game before, though. Uh, <laughs> um, so it is a y'all. How do y'all feel about the series so far, though? 2-1, two, two, what do y'all – I'm not asking y'all to make predictions, but how do you feel it's leaning? I know the Portland are up 2-1, but y'all feel confident it's that Portland – It's not one right. so far, no. So you feel like it's still a good it's, chance that the Nuggets can come back and do what they do. Yeah, but they're also a bad road team, so I'm not really too <clears throat> I, confident I think in it. more than just a 2-1, it's on the Blazers' shoulder right now. They're, they got kind of got the lead with – They got the home court yeah, advantage. They also have won two games where Damian has struggled – and I don't know how long they can continue to win like that because mm-hmm. that's going to be hard. Unless, I mean, CJ, unless CJ continues to just be the dude he's being right now. The Nuggets yeah. were down 2-1 last series, too, and they won it. So They were. Um, but I agree with Derek. The last game, not last night, but the one before that in Denver, when Dame had, what, like 14, 14. points, you got to win that game. Because even CJ only had like a dub, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but he, he had like 13 or 4. Um, but a dub is a dub. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, if, if those dudes – because we've seen them in the series against the Thunder. They was combining for 62, 65 points. If you get in the game with Dan Lillard scoring under 20 points in these playoffs, I think you got to win it. Um, and then Seth Curry. Seth Curry hasn't really showed up in this series, so I'm, I'm expecting it any game now. That's another – Another guy off the bench when Rodney Hood won't show up. Let's just say Rodney Hood don't show up next game. That then that'll be Seth's moment. So you got to take advantage of certain guys not really doing much. 
And because they got a lot of injuries. I know, you know, Tory Craig is playing through it. Jamal Murray is beat up. Mm-hmm. Jokic is not going to be exhausted. Um, that game, too, I think the Nuggets, they basically were kind of out of that game because they just couldn't hit shots. Yeah. I think that whole game they struggled. Very I think they missed game. 12 straight threes then the half. And after that, they came out and they just started attacking and they hit the offensive boards and it was just... It was I'm, a grinded out game. I'm definitely excited though. This this looks like it could mm-hmm. go seven. And it can be one of those dramatic series. So hopefully it can. Um, I'm hoping Denver ties it up. I would love to see this keep going back and forth like a like a dog fight. Um, <clears throat> Does it show something for Portland's future? I mean, like you said, a couple of the players, Evan Turner. You just think a lot of the role players kind of be out the the contracts and they're opening In like up some two cap years. space. I mean, some role players to, might be interested in actually playing with one that team. He's got two this year, the next year, and I think the same thing with Mohawk. Looks like all the bad contracts from 2015 are pretty much going to be up in the next two years. Evan Turner's ass. I don't Damn. want to see him on the court. <laughs> I'm sorry, he doesn't do anything good. Really? He be having his moments. I mean, last years. last night he didn't do anything, but he's Did he's the game had his. They didn't do anything. Yeah, like eight and four. No points, but he had like eight assists. Oh. <laughs> but I don't really think I want him to score. I just want, I would want him to just be facilitating if he's gonna play mm-hmm. on the floor for the Blazers. I don't want him. To be, imagine going out and saying Evan score. No. Right, I like his role though. Sometimes where it's just I don't know. They take Damian out. They got him running like a backup PG, and they got CJ coming off screens or something. And he's basically a facilitator. I'm just happy for the Blazers because. They don't have their third best player, and they're they doing a lot. So it's going to give them hope next year to come back with the same team and get them confidence. And um, I think that, I think I think they got a solid team. I can't wait till we do our so. next uh, top fifty players in NBA episode because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be super interesting the, the difference between last year and this year. Like CJ's climbing up the ranks for me a bunch after this season with Damian Lillard had his he time. Wasn't in he was top fifty before. No, he was top 50, okay, he was but I'm just saying he's getting up there higher oh, and higher yeah, yeah, with these performances like this because uh, he's a silent killer. Both yeah. of them. Bradley Bill or CJ McCollum? Well, I don't think is silent. Bradley Bill or CJ McCollum? Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill. Yeah. I'm he's better Bill. defensively and he's just... Bradley Bill shot, yeah. shot 52% Bradley for like ball. two months straight. Yeah. <laughs> I love that picture of him when somebody's like, you suck. Or he's, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I really suck. But now this is our pregame routine now. When he comes out the tunnel, yeah. he does that. But yeah, this year was incredible for Bradley Bill. I hope that they can build around him, but I thought this going to happen. Anyway, Milwaukee versus Boston. Okay. Cool. Let's get to that. Yes. yes. Um, after this game, we got... A lot of us. Oh, not a lot of us. Let's go back. Uh-huh. Remember, Celtics are up 1-0. Derrick said he had flipped his emotion <laughs> on that thing so quick, saying they might be swept if they don't win their next game. Uh, they come out win two straight, Derrick. How you feel about that? I feel good. Because they came out and they played exactly how I said. They needed to play fast, and they did that. They and played it. the same way that they played no, they didn't. Kind of that game. They kind of played they with a little really bit. They changed nothing. Yeah, they played with they a little bit more pace, shots. and then Giannis didn't force anything. Giannis wasn't forcing bad layups. He also was making the right pass. Is it the, forcing? Because I've been seeing people no, say that. No, it's not forcing. Yeah, yes, I don't it think is. it's forcing. He, he he's forces, the MVP of the league. He forces it just by getting to the paint. It's not. He's forcing yeah, but this the layup. He's but this time is different. This time is different. You know why? Because they're making shots. No, and there's more moving in the offense. This is not just him just getting the ball and trying to go right right at Al Horford. He's getting it within Derek, the floor I'm, t- I'm telling you, what? they playing very much the same. The, they did in game one. But they're making shots. But I understand what Derek is saying. Mm-hmm. Giannis isn't forcing it. Like I, I can't say that he was forcing it, though. He's playing this game. He's the MVP. The MVP shouldn't be just switching his game because he had one bad half or the right. things didn't go right. He's going to play his game. But a part of 
his game is to attack. Those ain't really bad looks for him. In my opinion, the man. Right. And I think the first, over three the, the, game, the first game, I think he shot like seven for twenty-one. That may have been the lowest he shot all year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think him going at three people, three defenders, and not passing it is a good shot. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't seeing him going at three defenders. There was a lot of times where I've seen was, him have a lot of kickouts, a lot of guys missed, and now <laughs> he did what he's supposed to do. Right. That was the first game. He That's had what that. the knock was on the, on the Rockets when the Rockets missed twenty-seven threes. Everybody was like, "Why didn't?" Nobody trying to go get an easy one. So now Giannis like, shit, I'm not going to let him get to 27. Nobody making him. Let me go to the bucket. He wasn't making him aware. Then they come back. Shout out to Coach Boonholzer for not doing anything drastically different. Because, like I said before, it's a make or miss league. Well, he did, he did do one thing, and that's taking Sterling Brown out of the rotation but completely. But I thought he was hurt. He, he, he's hurt, ain't he? No, he, he was suited last night, and he just didn't get any PT I at all. I him take off his sweatpants. <laughs> you get no PT <laughs> at all. There ain't no reason to take off them sweatpants with Coach and Collie on number. George Hill stepped up huge for them. Yeah, man, that's it. Because Bledsoe wasn't playing good. That's the George Hill we needed last last <laughs> last year. <laughs> we we everybody was everybody wants to see the underdog win. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I did like, want the Cavs. Yeah, you know how Eric, you know how uh, Russell Westbrook had those moments where it looked like he kind of wanted that one on one. With Damian Lillard in that series, sure. I'm getting that same vibe with Eric Bledsoe. He wants with, oh, yeah. with Terry Rozier or Kyrie? No, just against all the guards of the team. Oh. Especially he had a bad foul going into the half where um, I think Kyrie was trying to get like a like a lean in three or something. He just tried to aggressively contest his shot for some reason. He had fouled him. They had still won the game, but I don't know. It's kind of looking on Eric like yeah. See, Sterling th- Brown was a game time decision because of his back, but he was he's playable though. I mean, sure, but I mean if he's Game time decision, game time decision. That means he's hurt. <laughs> but he was also a game time decision that they cleared, though. We've seen plenty of players be a no, game time decision. I know what you mean, but I'm saying he was hurt, though. There's another Y'all were saying he wasn't. No, he's not hurt. That's y'all said. No, he's not hurt. Who's I, don't, I don't think I said. I said y'all that said, he was no, playable. No, I say he was playable. He fell out of the rotation. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a game time decision and coach gives you the green, you can still get PT. I know you can, but I'm saying, like, first of all, he's not like a. He started. He's not like. Uh, yeah, he, he started, started for the whole first and round. He got hurt. Right. He started for this series, too. Right, first and then game. He got hurt, and then he didn't play him. But he was still able to play. <laughs> okay. It was an adjustment. <laughs> it was it? Because I don't know. Because they put Nico Miritich in the lineup, and he's been playing great. But did they put Nico Miritich in the lineup because they were going to take him out regardless or because Sterling Brown was hurt? <laughs> no, I think it's just a better matchup to have Nico Miritich out there. It is to me. I, I'm not I'm not arguing Sterling against Brown that. Sterling Brown has been playing know. minutes for their team. I, I, I know. I thought it down. And it's no hate. It's no hate because, you know. It's like mm. your family. But <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's family. Because, because it's, he's Chicago. So it's like yeah. a, okay. You know, so. Sure. He is. <laughs> he's family. Sure. Just like, no, I'm just saying. Mm. But I don't think he's a star. You know? But yeah. Malcolm Brogdon is hurt. Yeah, yeah. you're right but, about that. You know. So we got big games from George Hill. Pac Hansa came out and he played amazing I, as yeah. well. He was doing some. Crazy stuff. And these are the games you need them to win because I think it was tied up going to halftime or pretty close to it. And then in the second half, just like in game one, basically, I mean, not game one, game two, basically, the Celtics came out in the second half and they just fell apart. Like, no shots were being knocked down. But after the game, we had, like, Kyrie come out to the presser and he was complaining about the refs. I didn't really see any problems with the refs. The refs made one call that I was like, that's a phantom call, where I think it was Eric Bledsoe being guarded by um, Jalen Brown. And Eric Bledsoe lost the ball, but the refs called foul on Jalen Brown just because he was pressing him. But other than that, the Giannis 22 free throws, those were all fouls. Yeah, they were legit fouls. Because he is similar to LeBron in a way that every time he goes to the hole, he is going to be fouled. It's just whether or not the refs want to call it. What's your take on that? 
What? Call a foul. If he's fouled, call a foul. That's his his game is being physical. And if you take a part of his game away, which is the free throws, then he's nothing. You and you're not going to be able to yeah, really no, block no, his no, shot right either. You. So you're going to have to either get it clean or you're going to foul because him regardless. Do y'all remember, like, because that's always a problem with physical players. And it'd be like, uh, <laughs> that's why when people say LeBron's a crybaby, I'd be like, yeah, he is. But he part of him being a crybaby is because he don't get all of his fouls. Right. That's what Cal like Corbett said, yeah, right? That's what I was saying. If you're looking at it, if you was on the Bucks team and you watched their man go to the hole like that, you'd yeah. be like, that's a foul. Yeah, so but on the other end, you're going to be like. When they don't get them, they have to overly yeah. sell them. Because I know y'all remember, because Derrick Rose had it. Remember in the playoffs, yeah. it was like against the Hawks or something? Mm-hmm. And it was like. He's not getting all of his fouls. Something. I just remember that was a Derrick Rose wasn't getting his calls. And this is like, if it's a foul, it's a foul. I don't care if he's 250, 6'10". I don't care. Foul is a foul. Call the foul. It don't matter who it is or how big they is. If they getting fouled, it's a foul. Because a lot of these players who do, it's a big part of their game, like KB said. Um, how y'all feeling about this? Is the Bucks. But then at the end of the day, the Celtics only shot like four less free throws. So Kyrie's like let yeah, us Kyrie's let us play well. and everything, but like he said, it slows the game down. It, which it does. I understand what he's saying, but if there's a foul, the ref's job is to call a foul. So you can't blame it on the refs if you have players fouling players. <laughs> like tell your guys to keep the hands to themselves or stop trying to go for the Giannis block because you're not really gonna block Giannis's shot. So I mean, I, it was a it was a very interesting game to me. Sure, it was longer than it should have been. But at the end of the day, fouls are fouls. Mm. You know? Can you imagine a situation? Well, I mean, Kyrie played with LeBron. So how, how can he be saying this? <laughs> he knows how physical these you players are. You say what's up. That's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it was in the moment. This yeah. is his, he's on, not with that LeBron anymore. He's on a new team, and he's watching the game. He's watching Giannis take 20-plus free throws. It's slowing down the game to him. It's just, it's just so weird how, like, fandom can, like, change. Because I saw Celtics fans, like, saying the same thing on Twitter. When in reality, if it was vice versa and Kyrie was getting these calls, then they have no problem. You know I'm what I'm saying? We're going back and texting right now with Greek Freak's agent, and he was saying, "Stop putting, stop giving Simi uh, Ojale minutes because it ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing." No, do. they should play Simi Ojale <laughs> no, more. I said this during the regular season. I was like, "Why don't they playing Simi Ojale?" Because he's just a big body that just that man is a linebacker. Guess what yeah. he? Guess what he did in 11 minutes? What did he do? Five fouls. Yeah. Okay. They, they were all over Giannis. Yeah, they were all over Giannis. He, had, he had one. He had one that was a block. When he, he hit them two threes, he drew a charge too. He drew you a charge. When he hit them two threes. I was like, oh wow, he, he, it's over because y'all can't be letting him get three. Y'all want to know the little silver lining for the Celtics? Mm-hmm. We actually got Jason Tatum to do something this game. Yeah, twenty and eleven. Um, because the first two games he was would. he was averaging four points mm-hmm. on like twenty eight percent. And I'm, okay. I'm, I'm starting to see this narrative come around, man. I'm starting to see this narrative. And it's very, very interesting how things can change in a singular season. That's what all happened? I'm saying. What's the narrative? Um, that Jalen Brown is more valuable. Right now, sure, you can say that. Who but for the, saying that? I'm seeing it on Twitter. Bill Simmons has said it, and he's Bill a diehard Simmons, Celtics Bill fan. Bill Simmons, shut the hell up. I don't, I don't think he's wrong, though. If we're talking right now players, Jalen Brown has been better than him for a couple months now. A couple months? Yes, offensively and defensively. Look at the numbers. Say, look at everything. I would say like the last month or so. No, couple months. Go look at. I looked at the numbers after he said that because I couldn't believe it myself. So I had to go in and deep dive, and the numbers well, agree with us. I don't know. Those couple months with Jason Tatum was way better than yeah. him. We just forget yeah. those. I, but he, we're did, talking about the last couple Jason months. Tatum averaged this season like like fifteen. Points. No, he did not average. 20 I mean, no, no, no. First round, he, the first round he averaged twenty points, didn't he? 
No, no. he's no. been t- he's been pretty bad this whole playoff run. So this do? season, he averaged 15 points per game. And oh, I'm talking. Oh, this is the postseason. The postseason, he's averaged 15 points per game. Yeah, it was 15 in the regular season. 15 in the regular season. Yeah. So I mean, the the, the idea is it's not like he's just talking out his ass. If the numbers support and everything, uh, Jalen Brown is a better defending defending player, which is facts. He's like one of the better defending wing players in the league. And offensively, he's had it as well recently. Tonight or last night, he had 18 points. The night before that, he was one of the more consistent Celtics players as well. So it's not a crazy thing to say. But the crazy thing is to say that you'd rather have him long term. I think. Yeah. Oh, Jason Tatum. You'd oh. that you'd rather have Jalen Brown long term, and maybe oh. that's not even that crazy because they're they're very close as far as like the mm. age goes. Yeah. So like before they drafted Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown was looked at like he's about to be our next big thing, right? Right. And then they get JT, and JT comes out and he performs extremely well in the playoffs. He dunks mm. on LeBron. He leads his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. So the narrative switched onto Jason Tatum because that's if you remember, Jason Tatum's rookie season, as far as this regular season goes, he was cool. He was cool, yeah. but he wasn't like his most talked about thing was how he was shooting three in the middle of the season. And then, you know, he remember he was one of the top three point yeah, shooters. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right, um, you're right. And then he hit that Ricky Wall. And, um, and then um, the postseason comes around, and then it's like, oh, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, because he was incredible in the postseason. He was playing like a grown man amongst boys. But That's this crazy. year, Kobe changed that man's game. He is so mid range yeah, isolation. That's, that's crazy. He was hitting it last night. Yeah, no, no, yeah. he's good he at it. I'm not. He's very night. good at it. Yeah. But like Pierre just said, he was one of the best three point shooters last year, and in this year, he just doesn't take them as much as he did last mm-hmm. year. It's just weird that just that couple workouts with Kobe got you shooting mid range jumpers. He idolizes them, bro. He's probably trying to mold his game after him, which is very. I don't know. Interesting. I see that. I look at. I look at Jason Tatum's play style, and that's that's like his actual yeah. play style, yeah. Yeah. and it's not. I don't know if that's actually built. For a person that's gonna be like a second or a third option type dude, his, you know what I mean. His, his mid range game is killer. So it yeah, is incredible. They, I'm glad that they focus on that because you you can be so much more efficient. Because he, he was one of the best three point shooters in the league at a point in time. He wasn't like across the whole league. Well, he, he finished with 44, percent yeah. which is was like number four. Yeah, it was he number came four. Out the gate on fire, but then when it kind of dropped down, it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And he's a guy that he's so athletic and he has moves off the bounce. You know, why settle? Because then he's going to be like, you know, I, and Paul George does. He's a great shooter and everything. But Paul George shoots a lot of damn threes. He does. He be having games we shoot like 15 of them, like four four for 15. And I feel like Paul George settles a lot for Settles him. a lot, right. So when you got a guy like Jason Tatum who can kill you off the dribble mm-hmm. for the mid-range and then can attack, and then he can also yeah. at the times That's the three. That's what I say. There, there's and a lot of times His where, pick and roll game is very well, very good also. A lot of times when he attacks off the bounce, he, he draws another defender because he can burn past that one man pretty easily. And if he could just get in tune to making the right pass out of those kind of positions, then I think he could be a, a top option. I wonder what the I think problem he would just is. Drive more as that type of dude. Is it that his numbers not being called on like the offensive plays on the first couple games of the series, or what? I think it's just growing yeah, pains. I, yeah. you know, I, I think mean, it's, it's kind of both. It's only his second season. Still trying to find a lot of players. Um, you know, and and around this time, they career, they only the biggest flaw is inconsistency for a lot right. of young mm-hmm. players. So. I and think, then it's so much going on, like y'all are alluding to. I ain't even to cut you off, but it's like Hayward, now Jalen Brown. Is right, coming, that's what I'm saying. The, the Boston Celtics offense is mostly like a movement type offense, and Kyrie is like your main guy who's going to try to create yeah. shots outside of the offense. So you're kind of taking away Jason's Tatum, or Jason Tatum's part of this Jason game. Jason Harden, boy. Your, your man oh, in that oh, rocket oh, series already. You, you kind of take away a part of his game, and that's when he kind of relies on just the pull-up, like, you know, one dribble pull-up type stuff. 
So yeah, I think Kyrie kind of takes away yeah. from him a he's lot. He's the one guy that's going to create because Kyrie right. takes the ball out, take, gets the ball, and he holds it for the whole twenty-four sometimes. Well, it don't matter because he's getting traded this offseason to the Pelicans. To the Pelicans? Because if if the Kyrie's staying in Boston, I'm just going to leave it at that. Nah. No. <laughs> he said no. No, he's coming to New York. You know what high take is that I have? This going to sound very crazy. He's going to LA. It's not rare for you. Anthony Davis is going to be still be a Pelican. This is a possibility. Oh, they said that. When David they, Griffin um, said he yep. might be able to convince him to stay. Yeah. I think I don't even think he's going to convince him or not. I don't think he's going to get traded. Because, I mean, when you look at the Lakers and them trying to trade him, Lonzo has not been healthy in his career. Ingram yet. is still Ingram got hurt. his little thing. So, I mean, what are you going to give them? Kuzma? And, but like, there are other teams out there. Um, and then the Celtics. The Bulls are taking yeah, we not we not doing that. Um, but there are other teams that are interested. Like the Clippers were interested, and they got they get, definitely got pieces. I don't like the packages that I was seeing. Why not? Anthony that team Davis, just made the playoffs. Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis, though. Shagulius Alexander and he's going to be pretty Landry good. Andrew Shaman ain't enough. I don't know, man. That boy Landry Shaman. Like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not the only pieces, though. We probably gonna have to throw in Gallinari, right? We're gonna have to throw in Montrezl Harrell, right? Yeah, but then you just the. You just threw away your whole team. But you but also got the extra yeah, spot yeah, for Kawhi to come right. through. You're trying yeah, to wait for a superstar to pair up with that. Not, not and then you the, still have Lou Will to come off your and bench. They got money, well, and you still going to have Zubak. I think they would have to sign Kawhi first. To no, make no, because sure. he would have to get, try to get Anthony Davis. So you can first. call Kawhi and yeah. say, look, we got, the, we got it ready Davis for you. Is, you know, he's traded. That ain't up to him. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if that – because it's Anthony Davis, so I feel like David Griffin, with his first move, he wants to keep him. I don't know if he's going to try to just right. go. Hey, I, I don't think there is a wrong option for him, though. I think it's you can either wait and you got to match up to get exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Or you got to kind of – you might take less of a hit, maybe, but you're going to get some rebuilding options. And you just, your plan is just to move on from it. Yeah, I think Glenn Shem, it's like – I think he's special, man. Hell yeah, he's special. He's special. So if, you, if he's special and you get that heat pick from 2021 that's unprotected completely, and the heat are probably going to suck by then. Maybe not, though, because they got Spo, and Spo's and, always and competitive. 2021. Those type of things. That's only two years from now. Right, but you selling, you, you trading Anthony Davis. Like, you want something that you can kind of hold for the now. I don't think, you know, uh, that's why, like, yeah. I don't I don't really agree with that. That's like, shit. Because like you said, you don't know what's going to be in 2021. So we want something now. Because if that 2021 pick is the 15th overall pick and you trade Anthony Davis. But you also it. still got Ledger Shaman, who we disagree is probably going to be special. We got How Shagir's. special, though? I don't think he's going to be damn. I don't think he's going to be a like, superstar, right. no. But as far as, like, being, what is he, 21 years old right now and building? Those, if you can have those two backcourt guards kind of start off your franchise, and like I say, it's just moving on from this situation. Yeah, but when because it's been t- this situation has been toxic but for, that for the whole Pelicans team. when they're trading Anthony Davis, don't they want a young star that has superstar potential? Yes, that's why whoever gets that first pick. But how many players out it. there has that though that they can trade for? Jason Tatum is probably the only guy. And if, yes. if Kyrie's not resigning, they're not trading Jason Tatum. So, so you're going to have to settle for something. No, you could just keep him. And then he and if he mm-hmm. wants to walk, he just walks for nothing. That that's not good GMing. <laughs> That's not good GM. But you have a whole season to hold trade deadline. You 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 probably won't get as much. Right, have, I'm not saying you trade that. him the yeah. first day of trade market. I'm just saying that he should be traded if he doesn't want to be there. For example, Kimball Walker's probably gonna walk, right? The Hornets could have got so. something for him. I mean, he could resign. But the like, Hornets could have got something for him. But they're not going to. Mm. And now next year, they're going to be the worst team in the league without him being there. Right. They should have traded him out of had I a chance. Hold on to him for dear life. Unless we get something that say, boom. Landry Shamit. 
is not boom for me. But it's not just yeah, it's not you, just you Landry. Landry. No, because I mean Gallinari. If you get if they get Gallinari, who gives a damn? Gallinari not going to be nothing for them. They, like they're not about to have a team. So you'd rather team. have him walk in free agency for That's nothing? Not what I'm saying. That's what That's you just said. Okay, then re- re-explain. So we're February 14th and the trade deadline is here, and you don't have the option for that superstar no, no, no. player. I was talking about for the offseason. That's what we talk about. I'm talk- I'm not talking I'm, about right now. I'm just mean like before his contract is up, you right. need to trade him. Yes, I agree okay. with that. You don't That's let, it. I, I'm not letting nobody walk, but what I'm saying, I'm talk- I was talking about the, the, the Clippers. Uh, the offseason because yeah, of the draft picks. I, I was not talking about the offseason. I, I have to talk about the offseason. That's where the most traffic is going to be. You got draft picks. Everybody is trying to make moves. That's where a lot of that the, the traffic is going to be. The trade deadline is very limited because it's like people trying to make the playoffs. They think they're going to make the playoffs. Nobody really want to break the team up. But right now, where everybody's trying to get this guy, get that guy, get picks, this is where it's going to be the most traffic right here. But you say you wouldn't trade them now. For what the shit you talking about. But what else is there? I don't know. Let's see. Is what I'm saying. What we've seen is that there's three teams that, well, every team is interested. And I would take the, I would take Jason Tatum. But if we, I could have Jason Tatum, but we're pretty sure that, that that's probably not going to be an option, right? If we agree that Kyrie Irving is probably going to walk, they're not trading Jason Tatum for one year of Anthony Davis, right? I don't know what they're going to do. It's would you do as as a as a GM of a team? Are you trading Jason Tatum, who's 20 years old right now, who no, looks 21. like he's 21 years old, who looks like he's going to be a superstar for one year of Anthony Davis? And if you're not sure that he's going to resign, are you I, I as a think, GM? I don't think. I don't think really. It's not a lot of teams that go and trade for him if they're not really sure. I think. Okay, I'm the asking South, the Celtics. Asking hey, shout out Danny Ainge though. Get well soon. You. Get well yeah, soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you're Danny Ainge right now, mm-hmm. and you and the what's his name, David David Griffin, right? Yeah. Right. David Griffin calls you up. Like, listen, I got Anthony Davis for Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum because that's the only way the money works in the offseason. Are you accepting that deal, knowing that Anthony Davis may not resign? I might. I might for that one year rental. I might because because what we've seen is we've seen people do this to try to convince. It's like the Raptors with Kawhi, yeah, and Paul George with the Thunder. And we know how Danny Ainge is, bro. We know how he is, especially if you lose a, especially losing Kyrie. And you come in there and you try I to think, convince. They, they did the I same think, thing I with Kyrie. Actually, they they traded for him, and that's he, he was that wasn't a team that was on his list. And I know it was a little different situation because he wasn't on his last year. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, but look how this, that may turn out. Right, he may that's walk. Just, that's the chance that you take. But if he stayed, it's also a chance that Kyrie stays. Right. It is. So I mean. I don't know. If, if I'm a general manager, I don't yeah. know if I'm making a deal without me that's talking to AD. Being, that, that's a part of being the GM. No, I understand, no, I understand that completely. If you're scared to take a risk, hey, then. It's not just, see, the, I'm, I'm looking at it from a different perspective, right? So the, the first trade, the Kyrie Irving trade, they didn't lose anything in that. So there was no risk, right? Even with the, the Raptors trade, they lost DeMar DeRozan, but they weren't going anywhere with DeMar. Yep. If you trade Jason Tatum and Anthony but Davis decides time, to walk. It looked like they was losing stuff. Because they gave up that Nets pick. Let's not pretend like Right, but it turned time, out to be the seventh pick. That's what it turned out. But at the time... But maybe they saw that the Nets were decent. Like, we even we came on the show and said, the Nets is going to be decent this yeah, year. Yeah, we did. But I think that they just seen it was Kyrie Irving, and they trying to win now. We have all of these things, mm-hmm. let's go get the guy. Because no matter what that pick is, it won't be impactful like... Uh, right. Kyrie Irving, because we're trying to we're trying to contend. If I that, see what he's saying. I understand what you're saying. Uh, who's yep. the number one pick? My mind's going blank. DeAndre Aiden, right? Like they, the Kyrie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're mm. going to take Kyrie and roll with Kyrie. Uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, though. Of course, you, I this this, is, this trade it, just has so yeah, much risk. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. got a lot of risk to it. It's just that and, I don't know. It's been a, it's already been talked that Anthony Davis doesn't even want to be with the Celtics and then the stuff with his dad. Too, yeah, that was right. Out. So yeah. it's like. 
Again, it's just, is he going to resign for that? It's yeah. going to be hard to tell. We should move on because I don't gonna, know how just we just got hard, here. It's just going to be hard to trade him regardless. Right. But I, but it could be super simple. It's, it's super, super simple, simple, but it's just like the pieces you want back, will it be what you want? I don't think it's ever going to be what you want unless you're getting the number one overall mm-hmm. pick because then you get to really start fresh and reset. That's why I'm saying the offseason is the biggest part because hypothetically, and I'm not just saying this because it's my damn team, well, it can even be we can mm. make it the Suns. Okay. I don't give a damn. Mm. The Suns. So if, a, if they get the number one Monty. pick, I don't even like that. What they, they can get the number one pick and still be terrible. I'm saying what the <laughs> facts <though. laughs> Let's just okay, if the Suns get the number one pick. Uh-huh. They've expressed that they would want to drive John Morant, though. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. they, they need to wake up. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> but they, even if that's what they want to do, they can literally trade down. Yeah, they can trade down and still get pieces because somebody's yeah. going to give you big money for, for Zion. But it's like if they get the number one pick, they could try to trade for Anthony Davis. You got Devin Booker. DeAndre Aiden's going to be in the second year. Monty Williams is there. Now you have a Devin Booker, Aiden, uh, Anthony Davis front court. Mm-hmm. And it, but the Pelicans now – even though Anthony Davis is better than Zion today, they still have something for their fan base that's like... Yeah, it's here, like that Trey Young type thing. We, we're starting over. We got us a, a, a solid foundation, and we're moving on. Instead of... Gall- no disrespect, because I like Gallinari, but it's like Gallinari is already, what, 29, maybe Yeah, yeah he's about to be he's not the superstar pieces. And he's not going to be a part of your future plans. And then it's like Lammy, Landry <laughs> Shaman is good, but how good is he? Is he good enough to, you know... I think it's too early to talk about Asia Gallinari in an old Pelicans jersey. It just don't even. Yeah, I feel like if he went to the Pills, they would just trade him. They would trade him again before the deadline. It's possible. He wouldn't be there. Because he would be on his last year at 22 mil. Another contender team. And he wouldn't want to be there either. It's really hard. How you know that? What you know about Gallinari life? Because he was just in the playoffs. Why would he want to go to a team that's not in the playoffs? You never know. And he's old. They got Drew Holiday still. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I know. So, Is there any other thing y'all want to say about the Celtics um, Milwaukee series? How do y'all feel about a two-one Milwaukee? Are y'all feeling? I still got Boston. You still Boston got Boston. Okay. I still, I still got Bucks. I still got Boston. I still got Bucks too. You, you still got Bucks, huh? Yeah. I just think it's a, it's important to come out and, and, and even this up, man. Get a two-two. Like they're like in a Nuggets situation. Get the two-two. Uh, but luckily for them, they got to get a two-two on their home court. And um, I want to go to Game Five. Go. I don't know what day it's on. People are losing these these away games. Oh, I'm not a fan. I just want to watch basketball. No, I don't care who wins. People are losing road games. Hey, let's go, KB. I'll go with you. So you know what that means. Okay, that's two people in. And on what? <laughs> we can go. We can go. Game five. Like, what day is on? Oh, I don't know. We've got to figure that out. Game five. Uh, it's on a Monday. This is our job, so it's not like people got to <laughs> clock in nowhere. Yeah, yeah so. Monday at 6. I, that's up to y'all because I know if we go, I'm not going to be driving. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving either. <laughs> Some, what, somebody at this table got a car that can fit all four of us. Comfortably. And it ain't me. Comfortably. Mike got the fastest car, though. <laughs> First of all, no, he doesn't. No, I don't. But you don't have your car right now. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next series, which is the Raptor 76. The 76 has come out and blow Joel the Raptors off the floor. They finally put together like a complete Are you a super game. Fan? They put together a complete game from their starting I pick, five. I picked the Raptors to win, but I hope the Sixers win this series. And the reason I picked the Raptors is because this is our job. Is it because of Ben Simmons? Is that because your favorite player? My favorite player is Paul George. Ben Simmons is one of my guys. So yeah, I, I, I want to see my guys succeed. But I'm not going as an analyst who analyzes the game. I'm not going to be a jackass because I like somebody. And I felt like Embiid wasn't healthy. 
Kawhi has Ben Simmons' number. So I'm like, shit, the rap, the rap is gonna go crazy. But then, I, so <laughs> the only game we hear, the only game that they game won, three, it was a case of they let Joel and B get rolling. And when you when you a big man and you get a couple points out at the beginning of the game, you feel good. You want to go get that rebound. You want to yeah. go block that shot. And I think that's something they didn't really get to do. And um, he had like the three only game he, he they, hit like three or four threes. The that only game. game that they've won in series, Pascal Siakam. And Kawhi Leonard combined for 74 points. Mm-hmm. You cannot rely on that <laughs> for a seven-game series. As good as Kawhi is, as good as Pascal is, you cannot rely on that for a seven-game series. That bench is non-existent. Fred Van Vliet has not be, made a basket in this series. Seven one-point games. Yes. That was supposed to be their advantage. An old tweet surfaced mm-hmm. of mine. I was replying to Lowe. Lowe was saying he would love to see a trade of Kyle Lowry and OG for Mike Conley. I put the gift of Westbrook saying, what? A lot of people came back to that tweet thinking I was defending Lowry. I was saying, why would you trade OG to get a guy who's – Conley is better, but I'm not going to sit – I know Kyle Lowry is bad. He's down right now. We all been kicking him for the timeline. But I'm not going to act like Mike Conley is Kemba Walker. It ain't nothing that was going to make us say – Mike Conley would have definitely he, been He's more better. consistent but, for sure. No, Mike Conley would have definitely been a big upgrade. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been an upgrade, but you're saying big. Big upgrade big than upgrade. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry hasn't done anything. He has. Other than game two. Game two, he had a good game, and they lost that still. But at the same time, at that moment, they were like the number one seed. They were rolling. Why? Well, was, wasn't the trade offer on the table for Kyle Lowry and Valanciunas for Mike Conley and Marcus All? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was on. Like that, but they, that was I don't a think trade. they wanted to get rid of Mike Conley. They didn't want to trade. I thought it was the other way around. I thought the, the the Raptors said no because they didn't want to get a, get rid of Kyle Lowry. I knew it was something where Mike Conley could have ended up going. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I, no. I just thought it was going to yeah. be a two-for-two two switch. I don't no, know. the Raptors proposed that to the Grizzlies. They wanted to get rid of Lowry for okay. Conley. And I, okay, okay, then the, the Grizzlies, like, we can't give away both of our hearts to the city. Yeah. Okay. That is what happened, right? Yep. Um, but still, I, my biggest thing was why I give up OG to be just a little bit better. I know Mike Conley is better, and it is an upgrade, but I don't feel like if, – if so y'all telling me if the Raptors would have got him and traded Kyle Lowry and OG Anunoby, y'all would have looked at the Raptors like, oh, shit. No, nah, I would have been be like – But they have enough, no, wing, they have enough wing depth, though. Yeah. Where they, at? I mean, Danny they haven't Green, been playing, but Danny I Green, like a Pascal, depth, a depth Kawhi. Been one of their those best are all feet. starters. What a depth at. After those guys, who's coming in? Yeah, but that's a – so <laughs> three wings though. Yeah, then, then, that started. Did that? Norman that Powell also. Like Norman, Norman Powell. Powell. Norman yeah, Powell's the fourth. He's the fourth guy. Norman Powell's good, but I would I would rather OG, especially my future. Well, you have Kawhi. Well, Kawhi unfortunate for right now we can't yeah, he, say yeah. anything because I think that's OG a hasn't. If he's there, he can. Have, this bench is ain't on. This bench ain't on shit. So this kind of goes back to what you said at the beginning. Of the show there's give and take to everything. You got to lose something sometimes and, to get something. But what you're getting isn't, I don't think. I mean, maybe, maybe that OG, OG. Does OG even play really big minutes if you have Mike Conley? I think he averaged 18 minutes per game this season. might go out there. You know, your starters might play 35 to 40 minutes. It's not like OG's going to be a real big game changer. And he's, like, I mean, and he's a, part and of what a better makes shooter. them so dangerous is their bench, though. 20, exactly. 20 minutes per game. It's their um, bench. But the, the playoffs is so weird because depth doesn't matter that much. Um, what you need for your bench players is them to come in, give your starter some rest, don't blow this damn lead, exactly. or don't let them take off on the lead. Yeah, that's and a, that's this bench hasn't done that. Right, and it um, changes the series. Serge Ibaka hasn't done shit. 
Fred VanVleet hasn't made a basket. Marcus Gasol is starting. He's supposed to be the Embiid stopper, and Embiid came out and just cut his head off, right? But I do think that if that trade were to go down, hypothetically speaking, this team would be if better. Happened. If it happened, this team would be better. Definitely. Just How because, better? just because. How much better? Maybe better enough to. Because yeah, I think Mike Conley is better offensively than Kyle Lowry. I think. And he's still bringing. He's still bringing the defense. He's still bringing the defense. We all up here agree that Conley is better. Yes, I'm just saying how much. Does this team overall get better? How much do they get better? I, I mean, think when you insert a better player like Conley, that's not going to take away from your starters. I, I mean, think you the, automatically the become better. And the Raptors are, were the two top seeds. They were basically the favorites. I think that that would probably push them over the top. Especially, the Bucks? Yeah. I think, to be honest, I think they were ahead of them just with Kyle Yeah, because I had the Raptors winning with Kyle Lowry. But right. if Mike Conley was out, I felt way more confident with exactly. that pick. I, I was a big, I'm a big fan of those two teams because of what they have. That's why when we talked about those two teams before the second round even started, my biggest thing was the Bucks don't have Brogdon. Mm-hmm. He, he, to me, he means a lot to the team. He means more than OG means to the Raptors. Right. Yeah. But I like both of them for those teams because it gives you the added depth. It gives you more versatility because OG is not some – I don't want to pretend like he's some fucking monster or nothing like that, but he can guard multiple positions. He, and he can hit. He's a three and D dude, and he's had moments in the playoffs before. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I don't, you know, like I said, I don't look at Con- Conley as a John Wall, Kimball Walker a- acquire. He's tier. He's tier three. three. He's tier and three. There's no disrespect to Mike Conley because very I like close, him. very close to tier two though. I think especially yeah. on a contender team, he was carrying that Grizzlies team during the <laughs> second half of that season. Yeah, he he so should get some votes for all NBA teams to be honest with you. But during the regular season. Nobody was looking at Lowry like, oh shit, we got to get rid of him. He was doing, he was an all star, right? And they was winning games without Kawhi beat the Warriors. The reason why I had it, it's not, it's not I was depending on Kyle Lowry at all. Kyle Lowry at all. That's why you look at him past couple years. I don't, I don't know what he's gonna bring to me. He can give me twenty. He can give me zero points. I but also, the, oh, but the thing, no, but the thing was, I thought the supporting cast for the Toronto Raptors would be a lot better than what they are. That's especially why, defensively. And mm-hmm. one of our episodes, somebody pulled up too. I was saying I think Kyle Lowry gonna have some big playoff moments because this team is different than the previous teams. Mm-hmm. He, in the previous playoff teams with DeRozan, he was literally the second guy. I feel like what you're saying, you have Kawhi. Then you have Pascal, and now you have all these surrounding pieces that there is no pressure really for him. All he really has to do is show up. Right. And he, he's still just not showing up. His I, shoes ain't on. I don't I don't really know what's going on. It's um And that wasn't a flagrant foul on Ben Simmons. I don't know why he got fined. If you really watched that shit, Kyle Lowry literally sat on that man's head and that man said, get off of me, and he got hit. How I don't know how you can intentionally hit somebody in that part without looking at them. Mm-hmm. So he did, you know. I, I still got the Raptors coming out. I think they're gonna look back. And kind of realize that they're still the, one of the best teams in the NBA, and they got to continue what they did in the regular season. They they shouldn't be the second game. The game two was the game they should have won. Yeah, I think that was kind of an inexcusable. So, yeah, well, in, a, in a mindset, <laughs> you could say maybe this series is one one for them. I know they're down two one, but they got to come in this willing like they just gonna blow them out every time. Yeah. They can't. They can't. Let they don't want to go down three one. They can't let supporting case. You can't let Tobias Harris get started rolling. Right. He's one of the ones. Of he hasn't their, done much. Yeah, he's one of their stars. Really, like you know, we can kind of maybe rely on him to score under ten points. It's the real problem is that there's only one guy in this Raptors team that showed up oh. last night, and that's Kawhi. Um, Pascal had twenty, but his points are in transition. When they they put Joel Embiid on Pascal Siakam, he hasn't been able to do anything in the half court. Mm-hmm. All of his points come in transition. And, of course, we talked about Cal Lowry. Danny Green is struggling from three this entire playoff series. Marc Gasol is afraid to take shots 
which is crazy. He's been open so often this series. He just won't take the shots. And I hate that he's falling for Joel Embiid's pump fake. He's got that Tommy. He's got that Tommy pump fake, man. It's hard not to fall for At it. At first, last series, weren't they just letting him shoot the three? Yeah, yeah, that's what the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets were doing. He shot like five threes in game one in the yep. first half. And like, what are you doing? He's 0 for 5. I don't know why they're not just following the same game plan. Just but his shoot. game, he hit him. He hit him yeah, this game. That's fine. I'm living with that. Yeah, I would live with it too because he's what, a thirty per, less than 30% yeah, shooter from three? I'm so, just going to let him shoot them. Yeah. Um, my thing that Nick Nurse, I think he should do is to, I know that Kawhi has done a great job of containing Ben Simmons. Put him on Jimmy. Put him on Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's the one killing you, and when it I comes agree. to the guards, Kyle Lowry can't do it. Ben Simmons gonna do what he do. I don't really think, you know, he's he's not, not, he's it, not that big of an impact if that makes right, sense. Yeah. No, so if Ben Simmons has a no game, they can still win. But if Jimmy doesn't perform well, they're probably gonna lose that game. Yeah. So you got to switch. Have the best defender in the league on their best wing player, which is Jimmy. James Ennis, damn that by himself is outscoring the Raptors. Yeah. Match. Yep. Been amazing. Ten points, five points, and a half. Fifteen. Uh, but I, I agree with Mike. The game two, when uh, Joel Embiid scored 12, Ben Simmons scored six, that's a game you have to win. Uh, but, again, that's a game where the bench only gave you five points. And it's tough because it's, it's putting so much on Kawhi because it's like he has mm-hmm. – he scored 35. He's, he's shooting like 60, 62% from the field. a lot of yeah. that where the benches are only scoring like not even 20 points a game for these playoff teams because a lot of the stars are playing just big minutes. You know, the playoffs come and you shorten up those rotations. It's really those players like, like a Will Barton. I know he started – he played a lot of those big minutes, but you need somebody that can come off the bench. And regardless, if they play 10 minutes or 25 minutes, they're going to have a spark. In those, they need to be productive in those limited minutes. And you know who's been getting that? The Sixers. James Ennis, Ennis has been doing it. Mm-hmm. Greg Monroe has had meaningful minutes and meaningful plays. And Mike Scott has come in and hit some threes and and given them energy. But yeah, you can't, you can't, you cannot lose a game with Jordan B has twelve points. Um, Is Jordan B going to be the most unstoppable center in the history of the NBA? Hell no. <laughs> was that Mark Jackson who said that? Did he? Yeah, yeah it was Mark, was Jackson. Mark Jackson. He said he has the potential to be. I would, lo- I would love it. I would, lo- I love when we keep seeing these players get better and better in our era and we get to witness it. But his health is a big standpoint. Yep. I think and Shaq is still the most dominant yeah. center I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, somebody – so I think Mark Jackson was getting clowned a little bit about that on Twitter and stuff. But somebody came to his defense saying that – he was the guy that said that Klay Thompson and Steph Curry are going to be the best shooting duo in history after one season, um, after a couple practices of them together. Mm-hmm. So, like, he got the track record of control, you know, predicting some stuff is, like that. Difference is that wasn't too much of a wild guess. Right. <laughs> I mean, and he was with them every day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he but no, I'm saying he said that after one practice. It wasn't like a month into meeting know. It them. It might be convincing. You see Clay Thompson coming to gym because he, he seemed like the dude that's, he he like, that's, that's what Twitter said. Oh, I don't one think practice. he said after one practice. It had he to be after like the one year coach. or something. He was their coach. He was yeah. coaching them for a while after that. But yeah, he was their coach. He was there every day. I'm, I'm That's what I'm saying. You you looking at one Clay practice? He did you not say coach. After, you were coaching. You we see Clay Thompson. Whoever said that on Twitter, we need to talk. I don't know. I can see it. <laughs> what? What? You, I don't know. I'm like I said. You looking at Clay Thompson jump shot and he in the gym during the 33s in front of you in a row. And you see how what's he doing at his rookie season? I don't know, but it's something I can okay. imagine him doing because he's basically a robot with his jump shot. So. Last, I, it ain't far fetched. Let's talk about this last series, Warriors Rockets. We say that for last because for me, it's the most boring. Could not care less about this series. The Warriors have won it already. Yeah. I like the series. I just don't think the Rockets just don't look like good. James Harden hasn't been good. He hasn't. 
And they he's been having, 30, been he's been having like thirty point games, but it's not a James Harden game. He's getting to his lines like a couple years ago, James Harden. It's not the crazy step back, James Harden. I'm gonna drop twenty five on you in the first half, type James Harden. And I think coming into this, they needed him to win this series, regardless. Yep, I got nothing to say about the series. So this is all y'all. Oh well, I mean, you know, the Rockets got their back against the wall. It's unfortunate that the situation happened to James Harden because we already had a bunch of bullshit going on in the series about excuses and all that. Officiating was the main topic. Now every time anybody talk about the series, it's going to be James Harden, his eyes, and all of that shit. But I don't want to hear it. I think it's the way that they play basketball. I'm going to continue to say it. Um, It's just not winning basketball. It's definitely exciting when the shots are falling in a regular season and James Harden has 60 and he had 10 rebounds and nine assists and he's one assist away from a triple-double and everything is beautiful. But when the shots don't fall and it's in the playoffs and, you know, it's more half court and it's more, you know, you're playing better defense, better defense, more experience, and you're playing a better team where you can't afford to have – you know, I don't even want to say 27 threes. That's extreme. But you can't afford those possessions. What are you not going on? I'm tired of seeing Eric Gordon miss threes, bro. I'm tired of just seeing him take dumbass shots. And I know, <laughs> you know, he makes them. But he right now he's not making them. And there's yeah. no adjustments. And that's what I like about basketball. I love when something is taken away or is not happening and somebody is able, is good enough to say, let's change this and do that. Yeah, when the Warriors are missing shots, you see them go to the post. Right. Or they run pick and roll. Well, Kev- they- Kevin Durant's... Killing that mid-range area. I was going to say, not even the Warriors defensively just look yeah, they're, they're, they're Green. locked in. Locked, they're locked in. They, just, they look very cohesive right now, and it's going back to a team they looked like a couple years ago when and they were running the NBA. Draymond Green is, has looked like a different player in the playoffs, mm-hmm. totally different player than in the regular season. Maybe he was. Maybe he also was just coasting the two. Maybe he was just bored with. Yeah, the he, like he said. He said what? There are eighty-two game players and there are sixteen game players. game players. He's a sixteen game player, and, and he's showing. Mark it. Jackson said that after a playoff game. Okay. Um, playoff win over the Nuggets, but yeah, but I mean, the, the best thing about the Rockets is he, that game too. What did they lose by? It was still close. It was like, yeah, it was but close. it's not though. All the yeah. games are close, but they're not at the same time. They just come back at the end. But, I mean, James Harden missed a, a, a big majority of that game that he would have probably played in. And made 21 it. minutes. He missed 21 minutes. In game. He went to the locker room. Remember, he got his yeah. ass hit. Mm-hmm. So, Mike. Yeah, but they also no, were no, close. No, they, were close sure he, that, they were close during that run. No, yeah, he only played 21 running. minutes that game? No, you say he missed no, 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 21 he minutes. Missed. He missed. Not what he played. Remember, he had to leave and went to the locker yeah, room. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like he didn't miss that much time, though. I, I don't know. I, 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 thought I, looked at it. I don't know. I thought he still played like 35 minutes that game. He probably did. But yeah. I, but the time I mean, you can he, make, he played they lost, 34. They, they lost by like five or six points. Everybody, every one of their starters basically played 40 minutes. You give James Harden that, uh, that, those extra five, six minutes. Maybe he does put up the points to kind of equal that out. But I don't want to hang the, hang the series on a whole bunch of ifs. And exactly. I like what you said that, I mean, Draymond said it too. Like, it's so much other stuff that we're, we're putting on this game other than basketball. Mm-hmm. It was the refs the first game, now it's the eyes. Uh, it's, yeah. literally, it's hard to say, but the Warriors are just playing excellent Way basketball. Better. Way better. And that's because they're willing to make adjustments. Uh, Boogie went down. No excuse. Mm-hmm. No, nobody cared. They pooping now. And I think that's the type of thing that the Rockets not doing. They're not making no damn adjustments. Clint Capella has really done shit, and he's going to start this game. Today, <laughs> this is the second year in a row where Clint Capella hasn't been effective against the Warriors. Like eventually, you got to realize that centers like that don't work against the Warriors. So extending him as much as you did just looks like a bad extension right now. The one team who should be playing the way that the Rockets play 
is the Warriors, and they don't play like that. They have the greatest shooting back core ever and the greatest score ever, and they yeah. still don't and play why, like that. And that's why the Warriors, <laughs> that offense is so hard to stop. Because regardless what Stephen Curry or Klay Thompson shooting, they're going to have a time where they're going to hit the biggest shot of the game. And even when Klay's not Clay, shooting threes, he's posting up and he's right. shooting. Thank you. Right. Shooting Clay, Thompson, Clay Thompson has also been involved with his game yep. as well. Yeah, and Steph is attacking the rim. Mm-hmm. Like They're not one-dimensional scorers. And he being foul trouble, but I think it's an aggression of him playing on Good defense. defense. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's trying like, his hardest. Right. He's trying his hardest. That game one, Dave's talking about he could have fouled out and everything, but game two, he he was, he was picked up a couple of early fouls, but he didn't pick up another foul for like, until like the fourth quarter. They play what seven playoff games this series this season, or is it seven? What regardless, he's been in foul trouble for like five of those games. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the storyline, and it's and as part also of it, they're hunting yeah, him. Yeah, they're hunting he, him. Right, yeah. he played he played very well defensively though. I'd say game two, he did. Uh, I just think that hey, I'm I'm, I'm hoping that we it's it's, it's evident now. The Warriors are just better than. Well, I know everybody knows that they're better than them, but it's just like it's drastically, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm kind of. I hope that this series kind of turns around a bit. And it I do goes. too. And it can because it's only been two games right. in, in Golden State. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they go back to Houston, it could be a different story. But yeah. part of me just feels like that's I not feel the like case. This next round. Go to stating as Nuggets or Portland, that's going to be a quick one. I think Terrence said in the group chat they plan this four overtime game just to get swept by the Warriors next round. Yeah. <laughs> I think Portland has a better chance than the Nuggets. Of course, you think that. No, no, I'm just like being serious because Portland <laughs> wow. plays them way better than the Nuggets do. The Nuggets got blown out by like 20 plus in all their regular season games. I mean, you are, you sh- are you sure about that? Yeah, they got blown out in every game that they played. Please look that up. <laughs> Please look that up. Because I know for sure they did come to play that last I game. Because they were like, won one. let me see. The Nuggets did win one. Yep, the Nuggets won, by, won one early in the season in October. Let's see who played. Um, this is October. So, yeah, we got four lineups, baby. We got Damian Jones still in the lineup before he. Steph Curry had eight points. He must have twisted his ankle or something. No, that's it. Damian Jones. Steph Curry had 30. Clay Thompson got 30. No, Clay Thompson had 15. Oh. Yeah. Damian. My bad, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> but the other games, they who, lost about who was thirty for them. I mean, for the Nuggets to win, that nobody. Oh. It was just low scoring game, one hundred to ninety eight. The Nuggets. I mean, we had Gary Harris at twenty eight, and then Jokic at twenty three. This shit is weird from this angle because it looked like Jamal Murray had twenty eight, but you're right. Yeah. Look at you. What? Just be pulling shit out your ass. They didn't get blown. Look out. at that correlation. One game. It was one game. Ass. Huh? The first game, yeah. Would was... you say every game? Okay. He missed one game. <laughs> but the other games, they did get blown out. So what's your state, statement for the Blazers? Because the last two times they played them, they got swept, right, in the playoffs? The Warriors, the Trailblazers? Yeah, but those games were close. Sweep is a sweep, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't expect, I don't expect them to, like, beat the Warriors. They could like, they, they they get, get one, though? Yeah, mm, I think they the get season one series two. was 2-2 two, two with the Trailblazers. Yeah. Mm. What was the score? Stop it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I was just talking, bro. Don't mind me. I mean, I, I would love to. See, I, I would love to see the Portland versus them as well, just because they have the the, the home run hitters. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard and CJ could go off, and I feel like you can match up too. I'm okay with taking the Nets, can't you? But at game. the same time, you. I take that back because Draymond will guard Jokic. Clay Thompson. I mean, Steph Curry didn't play in one of these games that the Blazers won. Quinn Cook was a starting PG. So you would be asking what a mean to guard can do. Oh, man. I mean, it would take hey, on that challenge, no doubt. He clamped up Paul George. Paul George ain't no damn Kevin Durant. As much as I love him, <laughs> he's not no Kevin Durant. Shout out to the Suns for hiring Monty Williams. Devin Booker's fifth coach. 
um, or six. K, that boy a long contract too, and they gonna fire his ass in two years. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I like that pick up for them. No, I do I like too. I do too. Yeah. He's um, he's been a, a pretty good coach. Um, yeah, was on some fifty assistant coach for fifty win teams in out in Portland. Brandon Roy and, and Batum and Aldridge, that big three you was talking about. Oh, big four with Wesley Matthews. Did I say it wrong? No, he said big three with Wesley yeah, Matthews. Okay, I'm sorry. He didn't even clue with Nick Batum. Batum. Yeah, he didn't yeah. even clue Batum, who was <laughs> definitely the better player. Yeah, you know, I think he made two playoff games, two playoffs with the Hornets, one with Chris Paul, and then Anthony Davis when they got swept by the Warriors. Steph Curry hit that crazy corner three. So that should be good. That should be dope. Um, <laughs> Jim Boylan got extended. Oh, yeah, your boy. I thought My you boy. Said, I thought you said you like it if your players like it. I said that for Twitter, Derek. <laughs> you got it. You got it. His players didn't even like it. Two people out of two people out of because I don't follow all the players because yeah. half of them won't be there next Zach year. <laughs> Zach on vacation. He and uh, but he on Aruba. That's Aruba. how we know. Yeah, he, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he in Aruba. Um, but he might have liked it by now. That was five minutes after it was up. Let me let me do a quick dive into this because I think this is super important. Pascal Siakam listed doubtful for Game Four. Damn. Come on. Yeah. A like right ankle. calf contusion. I don't want to hear it. That's it. He's scared. That might, what? He's scared. That might be the series, He's like, scared. in all honesty. He's scared. That's the thing about this new generation. When the times get hard, back against the wall, they don't. You're not going to disrespect up. my he boy Spicy like that. He's, He's scared. scared to show up to work. He's scared. Yes. Number boy is putting fear in that man heart. He saw AI If he don't side. play, Kawhi dropping 50. He saw Meek Mill courtside. Dwayne Wade liked it, so. <laughs> He didn't even play for Jim Boylan. <laughs> I mean, he was an assistant, but but no, Zach did not. Um, he didn't play for Jim Boylan. He played. For, Jim Boylan was an assistant. Oh, true, play. yeah, true, true, true. And then we got Tyloo probably gonna be the Lakers coach, but that's it. All right, thank y'all Which so much. Which is predictable. Yeah, you think so? What you? How you feel about it, Mike? You like it? I like it. I think he was probably our best option. You know what's funny is that they took advice from Phil Jackson when Phil Jackson didn't do shit good when he was in New York. <laughs> he drafted Chris Stops. What, ha- what do you mean? What happened? Um, Jenny Buzz. T- Phil Jackson told Jenny Buzz that That's Ty Lue, that, by the way. that Ty Lue would be the best fit coach for the Lakers. Yep. He would be. But I mean, I felt like that was. Would he, though? Yeah. I felt like that was. After was LeBron James on your roster. Then we. I'm not talking about what the damn Lakers. Wait, 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 what y'all talking about over there? What do you I don't know what he's saying. Who else? Who else? What I don't know. Say? I don't know That's who's out saying. there. No, but Ty Lue's not a good coach. Right. He's okay. Been, he just he's had the best player player in the coach. world on his he team. He had the best player in the world on and his team. And what does he have now? The best player <laughs> in the world. <laughs> okay then. So Steve, which I think is Steve Kerr then. Steve Kerr was a Steve good Kerr's coach. A he's a coach. good coach. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like they listen. He got, to he got the he keep the morale up in that hey, room. Quiet is kept. I don't give a damn what Steve Kerr does. <laughs> he ain't shit to me. He funny. That's about it. No, I, I like I said. He just you he, give he me a clipboard with them. I guarantee you we're going to the finals. I, I guarantee you. Walton. He's 39 and 4. Aisha <laughs> <laughs> Curry could coach them them. I bet she could. So I want I cannot I man, I cannot wait I would to get up to play for Aisha Curry too. You know damn well you can't be saying that how your girl is. <laughs> you know damn well I, I'm clipping clip this it. and I'm sending it to her. Somebody send it to her. Sean was looking at your face as red. He like, dude. And now Steph going to see this, so when we talk to him. He going to whoop your ass. Because you know how, you <laughs> know how, you know how happily Aisha Curry is married. Yeah. She Steph don't play that. Nope. He don't. He's, six, he's same size. He might not be the weight. He's the same height as you. That's a God-fearing family. They don't fear nothing else, so he'll whoop your ass. I eat those. I, like I said about Ibaka. 
Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> forgot about that. All right. Thank y'all so much. Nobody made their prediction. I got the Rockets winning today. I got Warriors. I need. I need Warriors by twelve. I just don't think the Rockets are ready. I need to speed into existence. We Rockets need an eye patch for James Harden. Rockets win this game by ten. <laughs> James Harden funny though. I won't lie. I like James Harden. I love him. But he was over exaggerated. He was hitting threes and yeah, then yeah. acting like he was good, and then go to the free throw line like blinking hardest. <laughs> but that shit that did look bad. Yeah, yeah bro, I ain't never seen no shit like that. Yeah, he had both his eyes like yeah, <laughs> both his eyes were bloodshot. Right? Bro, I almost tweeted something about you with that picture, but I decided Draymond. Not to. <laughs> they said Draymond ain't watched his his hands a year. <laughs> what is Draymond be on, bro? Kicking people in the eyes to eyes. Did he do that to LeBron too? Yeah, he both them in the eyes. Oh yeah. Got he it. did this to someone else. It was the yeah, third person. person. I, can't I can't remember. Whatever it takes. But this one was in the. I, I think it was inverted. Definitely. I hope it was. <laughs> I, I need the Rockets to win, though. I I want Kevin Durant to be able to come to New York happily. I don't want him to feel like, oh, we could have win, and got our fourth in a row. He could just, oh, we lost. Hey, that was cool. We we tried, but now I'm going to New York with Rich Kleiman, Kyrie. We finna be over there with Pee Wee the Plug. He gonna pop up in New York. Kevin, Kevin, we have nineteen million dollars in Chicago for you. It's not enough. It's not enough. Nineteen million. That's what we got. Enough. That's what we got. I'm sorry. That's all we got, Kevin. It's not enough. Take it or leave it. Sound like a Chris. You want Kevin Durant? Chris Middleton type. Why not? I don't want him winning. Chris Middleton's definitely making more than nineteen million. He's an All Star this year. No, he's going to New York. Oh, him and uh, Brooklyn and lit. Tobias Harris. Brooklyn for the lit there. Him and Tobias Harris, man. Yeah, we looking at them because we want to see who we put. I'm oh, speaking of Brooklyn. Around. Lastly, D'Angelo Russell. Listen, bro. <laughs> That's just idiotic. You can't take an Arizona can. Do the thing, bro. You can't take lotion. You, you can't even take liquids in general. <laughs> that boy. I know tripping. a dude in high school used to have one of those, but it was a Pepsi thing, and I was just like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that boy! Are you, when we he, not surprised when it went that he smoked weed, right? Did he think that they were just gonna be like, "Oh, it's just in Arizona"? <laughs> <laughs> they was like, "Sir, you can't have the what?" Y'all not surprised he smoked weed, right? No, it wasn't his. Oh, okay, right. He was holding it for a friend, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they said he about to have to do like a fifty day uh, thing because of that, like a uh, drug uh, test. Like, no, nah, not a. Tr- 50 day drug test. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. No, like he had. Like he had, he had to go to like some class, some classes or something. I forget what they call it. I'm hey, here. it's just weed, y'all. It's just weed. <laughs> Steven Jackson smoked weed. He said he was smoking before. Pretty sure all the NBA players smoke weed at some Kobe point. Kobe Bryant don't smoke weed. You know why? Because he focused. It's the details. You think LeBron I don't James? know. When you hide, them you details Le- come out to you. How you know? I, that's what I read. <laughs> you think LeBron James is somewhere smoking weed right now? Hey. Probably, yes. Because you, you remember that video? It was from Savannah on her Insta story. She was watching TV, and LeBron came in, and he was high as hell. He was high as hell. But he's a wine drinker, too. I get goofy when I'm off the wine. Uh, goofy and horny. Okay. I mean, <laughs> that's what the wine do. Yeah. I'm just being honest. Y'all ready? Hey, LeBron is coming back with a vengeance. Yeah, he is. I just wish it was no luck. He also coming back with Kyrie Irving. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs>